Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and spoilers for the film and the title of the podcast. Now playing movie reviews in 20 cues. I've got the need, the need for speed. But enough about my crippling meth addiction. Welcome to the podcast, movie reviews in 20 cues, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. My name is Sam, and I am joined this week by what could arguably have been New Zealand's biggest Top Gun fan in the world. Well, okay, that doesn't make any sense. What arguably could have been New Zealand's biggest Top Gun fan? Dory! How the fuck are you, Dory? There's no arguably about it. The biggest Top Gun fan possibly in the world. Oof. And wow. glad to be here. Now, you told me at work that you used to just wander around, quite in the original... Just like, just like you knew it from start to finish. Word to word, had it on VHS when I was about five and just watched it every day after school. At five. At five years old, you're watching Top Gun. This explains so much. (laughs) (laughs) Explains so much. Um, Talking about Top Guns, we don't have one. We've got probably the lowest of the low. It's Machu. How are you going, Machu? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've got no, I've got very few bullets left in the chamber tonight. Um, (laughs) But I'm going to try and, I'm just going to try and load it up and see where I can. Throw some parting shots. I'm surprised you've got a chamber, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. The worst of the worst. Yeah. I've been on the piss since I watched um, Top Gun on Thursday. In fact, I started on the piss during the film. It's just been a whirlwind ride. I don't want to then. spoil anything for anyone, but uh, I did look over at Muchy's answers and they were all Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's trying to write down Who an answer. Who would you want to sleep or? with? Maverick. Maverick. Who would you want to be your dad? Maverick. Deepful as I'm going to be. Maverick. Bullets in the chamber. <laughs> Who did you sleep with? <laughs> yeah, there's none left. Oh, <laughs> hey. Yeah, Breaking but, news. Yeah, I've got lots of calluses on my hand though. Shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's move on. Uh, so yeah, Top Gun Maverick, the sequel to the original Top Gun, has a score of 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, a score of 8.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Whoever's seen it the most recently has to give a plot. What? No, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me and Dory went and saw this on Wednesday, bro. Oh, shit. Not oh, Thursday right. drinking bourbons yeah, yeah. in the audience. Yeah, so this is the sequel to the original Top Gun. I'll try to do my best story. Maverick is on. Um, has never really progressed since his days at Top Gun, and he gets into a bit of a trouble crashing a plane and gets recruited um, to help uh, a team of superstar pilots to pretty much attack a, another country for some unknown reason that we never really find out. No, we find out. You just clearly <laughs> drunk yourself through that. So, listeners, also, before we record this podcast, Machi was like, is Mick Ryan in this? <laughs> and if you've seen the film, you know she uh, isn't. Yeah. And so, yeah so well, this is going to be top draw from you, eh? This is going to be yeah. literally the worst of the worst. <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it was pretty funny that he did get recruited. Like, he crashes a military test plane, and just like many... White men in their later ages just fails upwards. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Starring Tom Cruise, unsurprisingly, Val Kilmer returns as Iceman, Jennifer Connelly in it as the love interest, Miles Teller as Goose's son. That's about all the big names. If you haven't heard us before, what we do is we review a movie by asking 20 questions about it. We start with 10 that can be applied to any film. We then move through three personal questions before finishing on a Patreon question. One we always start with, compliment sandwich. One for good, one for bad, one for good. If we like this film, if we super like this film, we do give it the hyperbole sandwich, which is Ooh. one thing good, one thing great, and one thing good. That's where we give it a score over 10,000. And I'm eyeing up Dory as I say this. Because I sat beside Dory in a recliner, and I got molested on at least six different occasions. I think you're going to be disappointed. I, oh, no! I know I was. Really? <laughs> really. Look. I think the problem is when you love something so much, any stray from the original is just going to feel a bit corny. So it it had good points and it had bad points. And I'll go through a couple of those right now. Good point. It didn't take itself too seriously. (laughs) (laughs) That's an understatement. That's a backhanded compliment (laughs) if ever I've heard it. You know, they knew making a sequel this far out. With so much fanfare, it was going to be a minefield. And instead of trying to tiptoe through that minefield, they just went, nah, fuck it. And just corned and cheesed the shit out of this movie. That is true. Yes. So that was good. At least it wasn't sort of like subtly cheesy. It was like in your face cheesy. (laughs) Bad thing, it wasn't the heartbreak roller coaster of the original. Yeah. Yep. 
you know, people talk about the original being cheesy. I take personal offence. But <laughs> the original had, like, like real despair when people died who were main characters. And, you know, not it wasn't you didn't see it coming. It was sort of out of the blue. There was literal love interests where it developed, like, how they went through. And there were fights and there was depth of character. This didn't really have that. Oh, five-year-old Dory has a lot of layers. Yeah. <laughs> he liked the deepness. The last, the last good thing. Was the action? Let's be honest. It's what it drew. Yeah, every, yeah. It's what drew everyone to the first movie, and what it's what draws you back to this. Like fighter planes, it gets that male fucking. <laughs> you know, like everyone gets a bit sort of boned up by a bit of like military sort of oh. shit, and things going that fast and that quick, and just it's pretty cool. Score out of ten thousand. I'm going to give it about six thousand two hundred oh. uranium enrichment plants. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This carpet bombed okay. everywhere. Shit. Jeez. I'm <laughs> very surprised. On to yeah. you. On to you. Yeah, I, I had sort of the Maverick. same. <laughs> Maverick. I've, got, I've, got, I've just written Maverick three times. <laughs> you have. <laughs> it's the worst part. I can see your paper from here. Maverick. <laughs> Maverick. Like, if you don't like Tom Cruise, you just can't love this film. <laughs> and I just found myself thinking, Buck is a good actor. <laughs> What? I want to see in his face. It's just pretty much a close up of Tom Cruise going, <laughs> the whole film. You've got it. I had to just decide, I had to decide to myself, go, fuck, I, I gotta, I gotta say, I like this guy. They filmed fuck, a lot of the fighting shape. scenes while he was on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, he's a method actor, eh? He's getting some big feeds during the film. I need a, I need a shot of you like despairing over the fact that you're, you're taking your dead friend's son into a, follow me, boys. Follow me. <laughs> Follow me, boys. <laughs> I've got to crimp one out. Let's go. Yeah, um, yeah. The cliches and the cheese was a bit too much for me. And then, yeah, and this, the, this nostalgia, everything you know, the old fighter planes and the warships and Tom Cruise cruising around on some chick on with some chick on a motorbike. It's like, oh, this is great. Love it. I just is it, <laughs> is it really? Well, that's what I said. You gotta love Tom Cruise. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you just gotta decide to yourself. Shit, I actually like Tom Cruise. I'm not gonna deny it. Yeah, Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam, what do you reckon? Oh, I'm waiting for him. Oh, waiting he's, for got, a score. he's got a score. Oh, yeah, score. I, I've got it. I've I've got it a little bit higher. I've got this at um, nine thousand one hundred and. Oh. 36 uranium enrichment plants. I yeah. knew you loved this. Yeah, I fucking knew awesome. it. You can't. Tom Cruise as Maverick. Most macho movie ever. Short man failing upwards and fucking. <laughs> Recklessly failing upwards, yeah. too. Eh? Up, hooking up with a hottie who doesn't hate him at the end. This is pretty, <laughs> yeah. much, pretty much your film. Uh, yeah, the one for me. Yeah, I mean, first good thing. Obviously, the action. The action scenes is fucking insane. Like, it, like, literally insane. Like, there's no way these people would ever be doing this and then still be in the fucking Navy or whatever. You know, like flying between two planes, flying tail to tail and shit like that. What the fuck are these people doing? But it's still like when the action kicks in, you're edge of your seat. Bad thing. Yeah, I mean, there's a good 20 minutes towards the start of the film where they're like trying for that emotional development. You're just like, ah, who cares? You know, who cares? Pretty much from the point where he like winds up in that small town and it's like, where am I? Earth. I was like, (laughs) that was good. good. It was pretty funny. And then from then on, I was just like, ah, oh, it's getting cringe. And then final good thing. Yeah, um, surprisingly, I'd, yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah! <laughs> I can't stand Maverick. the guy. I can't stand him. Like, he's such a dick, but he's like, he's le- like, he has to carry this film, right? He, he gets all the emotional baggage and he has to like con- convey it, you know? So yeah, square it out of 10,000, 7,412. Like enjoyable, don't get me wrong, but yeah, bogged down by a good twenty five percent of just nonsense. So the soundtrack didn't that get your blood running? (laughs) Shit, (laughs) that was going to be my deep philosophical debate, actually, guys. (laughs) My deep philosophical debate was going to be: at what point are they going to kick in with Kenny Loggins's like you know Highway to the Danger Zone? At what point would have been the best time? Fuck that movie was like not two minutes in, we're (laughs) dropping the shit. You finish watching the credits, here it fucking comes. Yeah, I was like, oh, good on you. Straight in. Anywho, over to our quick fire round. First of which, uh, which character from this film would you guys most want to go out on the beers with? Um, I'm going to say... Maverick. Yeah, I'm actually going to say two people I wouldn't go get on the piss with, which would be, well, Maverick. 
dude doesn't chop to the bar with any money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, what the hell? That's a good point. Yep. And um, what's his love interest name? <laughs> uh, Penny. Penny. And Penny would be the other one. Because, you know, two seconds after he meets her, she rings the bell and makes him shut the whole bar. Yeah. You're not long parted with cash after hanging out with Penny. That's she's sure. an arc, eh? Yeah. How rich is she? And she's literally profiting <laughs> off ringing that bell every yeah, yeah. time. Like, yeah. she's got a vested interest in fucking ringing that thing. Yeah, All I exactly. know is she's got no husband and she's got a monstrous house, a yacht, a bar. And I'm yeah. thinking, holy shit, she's taking a few guys to the cleaners, eh? <laughs> So yeah, I get on the piss with Penny, and um, yeah, probably Rooster. I just think oh, I just like there's a bad bunch. I don't think I really want to get on the piss with any of them. Nah. But Rooster, maybe at least he can play. Rooster, a bit of maybe piano. he's a little bit annoying as well. He's a little bit hung up on his dad, even though he fucking died when he's he was got, three. He's got daddy issues. Hard. <laughs> daddy issues. Yeah. He's gonna be on OnlyFans soon. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dory? Um, I went with uh, Hondo, which is. Uh, Sort of Tom Cruise's right-hand man in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the man. He just sort of seems to pop up at handy times to help Tom Cruise out. Just sort of without giving... uh, There's not much addressing as to who he is or how he fits into the military, but he sort of seems like he's Tom's personal assistant, and that's what you want when you're on the piss. Like That's true. Can you get me a drink? Thank you, Hondo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, can you be my wingman? Like, hey, hey, see what I did there? Like, that'd be real good. That was actually my answer. Uh, well done. He was the man. He was I'm the man. Yeah. No, I mean, Phoenix was going to be my macho answer, you know? Yeah, because she's the only hot one in the movie. The other girl. The you other know? girl. There's two girls. There's two girls. Yep. two girls. Uh, my other one was going to be Bob, just because most of the film is full of absolute dickheads, and he seems to be the most relatively normal one out of all of them. He was fairly grounded. Really grounded, yeah. I mean, he's going by the call sign Bob, yeah. you know? Like, he, he's not fucking hangman, you know? He's he's not this arrogant, stuck-up shithead at the same rationale. He's not fanboy. Why the fuck someone would call themselves fanboy, I've got no fucking idea, but... No, no, no. you could go with something a little bit more um, intimidating or just nuanced. like Just something, right? Kids these days. Yeah. Okay, next quickfire question. What was the most insane leap of logic in this film? How the fuck does Maverick stay out of jail, way? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Because <laughs> he's white and privileged. <laughs> white and privileged. <laughs> no, you're talking about normal jail and horny jail, right? Yeah, yeah. every jail. Holy shit. Quite, All the jails. Man. He doesn't follow many rules, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's just constantly... I don't, know what it, I don't know what it is in the army, but I think the number one thing is following rules. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't seem to follow any of them. It's like he's a maverick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want a job? No. <laughs> Here's a job, arsehole. Oh, a really good one. What? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. My one is like, like, there's a ton, but I'm going to go with the first one that springs to mind, which is he flies over, he flies a plane over Ed Harris, right? And the plane takes off the roof of a nearby building, but Ed Harris stands here with his sunglasses on, yeah. <laughs> unfazed, you know? <laughs> sunglasses don't move, Ed Harris doesn't move, a fucking roof of a building gets fucking taken off, literally a metre away from him. Yeah. What a load of shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was some loads of shit in this movie. Yep. Um, I thought the biggest leap of logic was when you fly your mission, and your mission is... Firstly, to blow up an airport and the air force that are inhabiting that air force. But then stealing a plane, the one plane that is remaining untouched from that bombing expedition and being able to take off on a runway that you've just specifically blown up so that they can't take off. But you, all of a sudden, the shittiest plane in their fleet can take off in that airport. Like, what the fuck? How accurate were they at bombing that runway, and yet they didn't think to bomb the missiles, eh? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you up to? What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, we can destroy a runway, but you know we're going to go through for some miracle attempts at um, this radioactive uranium enrichment plant. plant. Yeah. Just have a crack at bombing that. Yeah. It was so annoying, too, because it was so clearly telegraphed. Like, when they said, hey, you might recognize these planes. You flew them back in the day with Iceman, blah, blah, blah. I was like... They're gonna fucking fly that plane. Even they're even when they were, yeah, they were they were talking about the the enemy's um, resources, and they said they've got some new version five fighters. Not it was fifth generation, fifth generation, but didn't actually specifically say of what type of aircraft. Yeah, just fifth gen, which it was obviously MIGs in the first one, right? It was yeah. very clearly Russian, and then they've also got. A couple of old F-14 Tomcats, you know, like the ones you used to fly. Like it was, it was always coming. It yeah, was, yeah, it was so awful. The, the was runway's so blowing up. 
and there's a few helicopters around, but let's take the F-14s for some reason. What the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been way better movie if they just crashed into those towers and fucking died, eh? Yeah. You know, know, like the Rock and Samuel L. Jackson and the other guys, where you think what I'm thinking, partner? Aim for the bushes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just land on the pavement. You think what I'm thinking, Rooster? Aim for the fucking, aim for the towers. They were really super confident. (laughs) Fucking idiots. Final quick fire. What would be the porn parody name for this film? It took me a little while to think of this. Mm. Um, I'll give you a pre preamble: is there would be fifteen cast members in this film, <laughs> and it would be <laughs> pretend it, like you don't know. It would be Top Gun F fourteen bitches. Damn. <laughs> Damn, that's interesting. <laughs> just, I just said. <laughs> Come on, you love it. But 14 it. bitches. <laughs> F14 bitches. Come on, exactly. It works. F14 and a Tomcat. <laughs> I, I, I did a recasting with this one, and I had um, instead of Top Gun, Top Mum. Top Mum. <laughs> a movie, a movie about pennies, sexual exports. So, so you, you came up with your answers about two seconds <laughs> yeah, before the podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. I had Top Bum or Top Mum. <laughs> top <laughs> Bum? <laughs> top Bum is actually quite close top. to mine, which was Top Gunt. <laughs> <laughs> Masterick. <laughs> Masterick. Oh, oh, these are good. I like them. <laughs> They're all right. Top Bum was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top Bum was the winner, and you moved away from yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, Top Mum. I was like, I see more penny. Is it like a knockout? Like Top Mum? Like there's a <laughs> yeah. few of them, and they have to get to the top one. Yeah. yeah. Or, or you meaning like a top bottom situation yeah. where you're topping the mum? Like, you know, you're, you're dominating, or she dominates? Is that yeah. what you. Top bum, top bum. Okay, let's not dwell, actually. I don't want to know much of these fucking fantasies. What am I doing here? Uh, Moving over to question number five. First of our Patreon questions. It comes courtesy of Emily Higgins. Emily Higgins is, of course, of the Tasters podcast, an awesome podcast that compares two films. One that is universally beloved. She compares it to one that she feels doesn't get the love it deserves. It's awesome. You guys know her. She's been on heaps. There's links down below. Anywho, what's your question, Dory? Uh, Emily's question is, what character has gone the longest without showering? I reckon Iceman, eh? Tom Cruise would have let him shower. Like, holy shit. Why did they... Tom Cruise wouldn't have let yeah. a character in this they film must have been like, shower. That must have been rivals during the first one. And this movie's like, do you want to be in the film? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my lines? Oh, you've got no lines. <laughs> You're like, you could just be some old, decrepit man. Hey, we're the same age. What about you? You're like in super good shape and you made it to be this like um, legendary hero. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think someone needs to tell Machu the elephant in the room uh, right now. So Val Kilmer's dying from esophageal cancer at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> he literally can't talk. He literally oh, can't yeah. talk. <laughs> this was his last performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. He eked that out just for the like, movie. Wow, what a dick. Tom Cruise, give him some lines. Okay, can, can we just jump into mine right now? <laughs> We're just going to cut Machu. Now he set me up. He set me up perfectly here because I've gone Val Kilmer as well. Okay, because he's dead. Iceman hasn't showered cages. <laughs> He's in a coffin. It's worse. <laughs> That's oh, I'm going to go with Goose. He hasn't showered in 30 years. <laughs> if that's the path we're going now. Yeah. It's, okay, it's unanimous. <laughs> Who's yours? Because it's Iceman. It's, uh, like, figuratively, literally, like, any way you look at it, Iceman's been the longest without showering. He probably has. You're probably right. Um, oh. I mean, my other one was the old dude working in the bar. He doesn't seem to have made many good life decisions. No, he had one line. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, moves us over to question number six. Also a Patreon question. Comes to you, our mate. Julio of the Contrarians podcast. What's his uh, question there, Machu? Uh, what is your most controversial opinion about this film? Maverick should have died like about 70 fucking thousand fucking times. Like, like we were watching it together and we elbowed each other and said, he's going to die. He's going to take a missile for Rooster and he's going to die and it's going to be really awesome. But then he doesn't. No. Well, he takes a, takes a missile, but he doesn't die. No. That was shit. Yeah, it, he that deserves was shit. to die. Yeah. It's because the movie wasn't. But, but like, let, let's look at this, right? The guy is a life vampire. You know, like, Kelly McGillis doesn't appear in this film. Don't know what the fuck happened to her. Probably dead. Goose, dead. Iceman, died. You know, Rooster's mum, dead. Everybody that around him dies. Yep. Why, should he, why should this dude live? Yeah, his dad died also in the first one. Well, Maverick's dead. Oh, yeah, well, that's right. Yep. Yeah, he was a Top Gun as well. He was. Yeah. The guy's right. cursed. I thought it would have been a better film if, um, if they just remade the first one. <laughs> if they just did that. Not Top Gun 2, just Top Gun. 
Top yep. Gun all over again. Yeah. <laughs> what Miles Teller is Maverick and yeah, like new what, who, who, who the Hangman guy that yeah, was. What the fuck is Hangman? Eh, yeah. I'm the baddest dude. Do you want to? Do you want to know a little bit of uh, clickbait? I found out about Hangman. What's that? Hangman originally was uh, slated to be called Slayer. <laughs> Slayer was going to be his name. But then they went and hung out with uh, Navy aviators and found out that there was sort of a distinction between like call signs in the Air Force and in the Navy and that the Navy wouldn't use a name so direct as Slayer. The Air right. Force would. They'd have like killer and yeah. like, you know, things like this. Psychopath and shit. The Navy sort of go for more sort of not as menacing and a little bit more sort of... Like dolphin or something. Yeah, educate, <laughs> a little bit more educated, a little bit yeah. more like thought Unicorn. pondering as to what their name means. Yeah, yeah. Talk about thought provoking. Did you notice that on his name, like on his call sign, he was missing a letter? You know, like it, there was hangman, and then there was like a dash where the A was meant to be. So oh. like the actual so the, hangman game. Yeah, yeah, but like there was an A hole. You know, like there was an A hole <laughs> <laughs> on his helmet where an A was supposed to be. You know, yeah. a giant A hole. That's on the name. That's good. You picked yeah. up on that. I liked it. I liked it. My most controversial opinion about this movie, it's getting lots of fanfare. You guys both loved it by the sounds of it. Liked oh, it. Oh, Leah liked it, yeah. He loved it. You liked it. This movie has fucking nothing on the first. Like, doesn't even fucking <laughs> touch it. This movie is a watered down action comedy. <laughs> this has got better action. This film's got better action. Is this like what fucking Marvel has done to people? <laughs> yeah! Marvel, We're like, yeah! It's just basic ass shit. Like,. Basic ass shit. People, Which movie did you watch, bro? People believe this is a good movie this day. No one dies. There's no sex. There's no, like, real conflict. There's no, like, depth of character or breaking down people fighting between, like, just human instincts. Everyone's just, like, either good or bad. It's funny that you bring up that no one has sex because, like, Tom Cruise and Jennifer Connelly look like they're about to get intimate and then it cuts back to him being mopey in the bed and I was like, that guy left his little... Little box of blue pills. It looked, at home. Like, it looked like it had been. It had been a while. I reckon. Like he'd been sort of living in isolation on the other uh, navy base there. I yeah. don't think he either lasted ten seconds or he forgot his forgot his Viagra. She didn't even get yeah. her clothes off. Oh, yeah, he had his clothes off. <laughs> I was like, what? Maverick. <laughs> yeah, Maverick. Fair enough. Uh, moves us over to question number seven. What was the biggest dick move in this movie? Yeah, I've got. I got two. Cool. So. I'll lead with the one that I think one of you is going to take so then I can use the second one too because I'm a dick. <laughs> Correct. Ready? Biggest dick move. You touched on it earlier, Machu. Is penny ringing that fucking bell. Fuck. Dude, imagine, imagine getting fucking stung. Like how many people in that bar? Like a couple of hundred at least. Yeah, between 100 to 200. Dude, yeah. And if you've got a free round, you don't just go get like the tap house beer, do you? You get like, I'll have three espresso martinis. Like I'll have a jug of long on a nice be tea. at least five grand. <laughs> yeah, at least. Like, yeah, yeah. like you're stinging people for five grand. Like that's a fucking huge <laughs> obligation. Like, and it, it looked really craft beery, like yeah, you know, yeah, like it looked fancy, upmarket fancy yeah, yeah. type thing. Like oh, all the navy guys around here have nothing to spend their money on, so Did I can charge them a hundred dollars a beer. She rang it twice and... on him. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what ten grand. What did she bring it the second time? I can't remember. Oh, because he failed. He got declined. Eh? That was a dick move. Yeah, so that, that was a dick so that move. was my answer. But I'll go. I'll do a different one. <laughs> um, oh, Maverick pulling Rooster's record, so he put him back like four years. Like, what a dick. He made a promise to his mum, bro. Well, yeah, but what else did his mum say? Bitch, his mum said a whole lot of shit, and he was just like, fuck, I'm just going to fuck over She's probably high, I mean, high on night drugs. Like, she might not have been in her right mind. It's true, yeah. It's not like she what, tried to get her own husband out of the army or anything like that. What the fuck? <laughs> it's kind of hard when your husband's maybe, maybe dead. Actually, she's the dick move. Like, she was the one that fucked up his son's career. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> she did try to get Goose out. She didn't like, yeah, yeah, she didn't like Goose being in the Navy. Yeah. My, my one's going to be Tom Cruise is like in bed with her, right? Like you were talking about the sex scene stuff and then she's like sort of like, oh, I don't know about this. And he was just like, you know, no, nah, no, nah, I'm into this, man. This is like totally my bag. You know, like it's not going to be like last time. I've completely changed my <laughs> sort of thing. And then he falls out the window, right? And the daughter sees him and goes, don't break my daughter. Don't break my mum's heart. And Tom Cruise's face just changes to, oh, fuck, that's right. She's got a kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, fuck. Mm. Too much fucking drama around here, man. Top mum. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I was thinking I'm top mum, and now I've got top mum, Ratchet. Yeah, exactly. What a dick. Can I, can I give you my second one? 
Yeah, sure. Like, this is hands down the biggest dick move in the whole movie, and I think when I say it, you're going to agree with me. Who the fuck has the gall or the arrogance to do a little pre-fucking amble before the movie starts, sitting in an armchair and going, Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. Thank you for coming to see my movie. This is excellent. It's all about me. You guys are going to fucking love it because there's lots of me in it, and I run. Like, what a fucking wanker. Like, have you ever seen a movie where the main characters come in before and gone like, thanks for coming to see me. You're going to love it. (laughs) Fuck off, cunt. When we have the best scenes, I'm going to make them do a close-up of my face (laughs) constantly. Talking about face? This isn't about face. You were like, I feel like he's talking to me. But that was before you got disappointed. Before you got disappointed. No, I I was just cringing at it the whole time. Like, I just... You know when something's so awkward you have to break that silence? And that was yeah. what I was doing. It was just like... It was cringe as hell. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, you don't... There's some big stars out there. Tom Cruise is a big star. But there are some other big stars that have just as much weight as he does. Yeah. And they don't fucking do that before a fucking film. <laughs> like, fuck off, dickhead. <laughs> the only one I can think of would be James Cameron before the next Avatar film. I could imagine James Cameron being like, thank you for coming and watch my most fucking profound, amazing film ever. I know you've been waiting years for this sequel. Sequel, one of the highest grossing films of all fucking time. Name a line out of it. Yeah. Name a line out of Avatar. No, I don't know one. You've asked me that before, yeah. and, and the, the point struck. I have no idea. There's yeah. blue people. <laughs> blue people. It's like Smurfs. Smurfs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With their fucking head cords. Anywho, next one is also a Patreon question. This is one comes courtesy of our mate Chris Yeni. You're the fucking man, Chris. Love your work. Thanks for tuning in to live stream. And his question, Dory, what is it? His question is, what song would you insert into this movie and where? I had um, when when they when they take off to um, attack the the base, they could put the Team America song, America, fuck yeah, yeah, that'd be real good, America. Fuck yeah! Gonna save the motherfucking day, yeah! <laughs> Great like, bit of American exceptionalism, eh? Like, yeah. We are the man! Yeah, we're awesome. Yeah, we are so cool. Fuck, that would have been awesome. I actually started humming the song in the movie. I don't know if you picked up on it. Maybe you even sung a lyric. But guys, do you ever feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind, wanting to start again? Those are the lines, or the opening lines from Katy Perry Firework. And I would have had it playing when all the like flares and stuff are going off behind the back of the oh, planes. Yeah, and the yeah, missiles yeah, are coming. Because, yeah, yeah. baby, you're a fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this is so bullshit. So good. Get a bit of Rainbow Nation in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Um, I wanted a little bit more Tom Cruise karaoke. Like, really? Yeah. You've lost that loving feeling. You know, he jams it in the first one. Yeah. And I thought there was. It was set up for it. Like, Rooster was playing the old um, Great Balls of Fire on the piano. Correct, yeah. So there was a bit of karaoke sort of going on. He could have come in, wooed someone, and I don't know, did he Did he just save that one for Charlie in the first movie, or? He must have done. I don't know. You'd, you'd reuse, if you had a good song that you could sing really well, you'd reuse that on the next chick, for sure. And you'd, <laughs> you'd tell her it was only for her, but you'd actually... It'd be your one go-to song. Like, that would be like a good inside joke, as if like they started playing that and he started singing that to Jennifer Connelly. Yes. And then she's like, I'm sure you've used this before. And he's just like, no, you're the only one for me, babe. Exactly. <laughs> you're the only one that's made me feel this special, babe. <laughs> Anywho, next one is also a Patreon question. Comes to us here, mate. Nutrivert, you're the fucking man as well, bro. Love your work. What's this question, Machu? <laughs> At what point was the perfect time for a bathroom break? I'm just going to go over the 1,500 dates that they went on <laughs> for the admission. Like, like, talking about preposterously insane, we get a shot of them, like, on a yacht, you know, sailing. Yeah. It's fucking, like, choppy as fuck. Looks like they're going to capsize, all that sort of shit. And then she's like, do this. Make it go faster. And then it's, like, perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the water just flattened out. Yeah. It's like, what a load of shit. Whose boat is that? She's, it's Who her ex-husband's, for sure. Yeah. You, yeah, 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 you yeah. nailed it before. Yeah. Ex-husband. But she's obviously quite the mariner. Like, she was teaching him how to do it. So, you know, she yeah. knows her shit. Yep, she's rich. She's crashing she's, that boat. She's into done fucking around someone. the world yacht race by herself. Yeah. yeah, they just have so much money, eh? They're on the super yacht, and then they're on a motorbike, then they're on fucking fighter planes. Yeah, here's us on the bus, <laughs> <laughs> right now, push bike, not an electric. Hey, that's a four hundred grand vehicle that we ride to work every day, bro. <laughs> Thank you. You don't own that vehicle. The taxpayer does. <laughs> I sometimes pay taxes. 
I thought one of the slowest parts in the film was when they meet all the characters at the front, and you know, then they started off naming each one, and then and then they must have run out of time or something, and they just go, and that's. Sam Machu Dory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who are those last guys? Yeah. Uh, let's not worry about yeah. them. We're going yeah. to kill them off. They're not going to make the cut. This is Hangman. He's real bad. And this and this and this and this. Phoenix, she did this. This and is Sam Machu Dory. <laughs> yeah. This is Bob and Payback and Fanboy and Holy Fuck. What's, a, what's another TikTok name <laughs> we can throw out there? It was pretty bad. The perfect time. To go for a pee break is about the last half an hour of the movie. Wow, that's the best half. Yeah. yeah. About when Maverick gets shot down, well, crashes plane for the second time, and, you know, he's all of a sudden, he manages to eject successfully. Yep. Got a good habit of doing that. Um, and the helicopter comes and finds him and starts shooting at him, and then that gets blown up by fucking... That was cool. By, du- like- by Duck Duck, who comes back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, duck, duck, goose. Duck, 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 goose. Yeah. So he comes back, shoots the helicopter, and he gets shot down. They manage to fucking mission through the bush in like three minutes and find the Air Force Base. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, not just stay put or climb up a tree or something. No, no, no. They make it back to the Air Force Base, hijack a plane, take off from an airport that's already fucked. Make it. It's got heaps of gas. Well, they actually, no, they, they do a little gas fill up before they take off. Oh, you can fill up a fighter jet in two minutes, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just like, Incognito as fuck. Like all these baddies, whichever nationality they are, we'll get to that. Blend straight in, and um, then managing to land it on an aircraft carrier when it has no aircraft carrier landing gear. You know, that a neat. It was just, <laughs> it, it was cheesy and it was fun. But when it got to the end, bit it was like, come on, man, this is fucking bullshit. It started turning. It got a bit Mission Impossible. It got <laughs> no. It, got, it turned into fucking Hot Shots. Do yeah. you remember it? Like, do you guys remember the Hot Shots? That parody of Charlie Sheen. Yep. And he lands the plane at the end, but it's like losing his wings and it's got no landing gear and all this other shit. Yeah. And it basically lands like a shell. Like that, that was this. Yep. You know, like no landing gear. It's been shot up. It's fucking. Oh, we'll put the catch net up. Just fly it into the net. We'll catch <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> what happy dude. Uh. Anyway, that moves us down to our last question of the round before we move into our personal questions. This question, uh, what deep philosophical debate rose in you while you were watching this film? Dory actually stole it from me, but <laughs> this is, this movie should have been called Mission Impossible. <laughs> yes, hard out, hard oh out. Hot Shots, should have yeah. been called Hot Shots Part 3. <laughs> I was like, there's a Mission Impossible movie coming out. Is it already out? Am I watching it now? We did see a trailer for it. Mm. To see a trailer for it. A trailer for a Mission Impossible movie that literally every scene was action and looked like in some different location. It looked like about 17,000 action scenes. <laughs> Fucking looked insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've already sort of gone over my ones about Kenny Loggins and why the hell would you call yourself fanboy, but the other one, like, they've basically now started a war, right? And the first one, we were like, that must have led to World War Three. But this one definitely has led the, to World War Three. The III. first one was the Cold War, right? It was It was filmed during the Cold War. Like, that's it was, correct. It was yeah. Russia versus USA, and it was. So did they explicitly that. state that it was they the don't Russians? explicitly state that? No, yeah. but they don't tiptoe around it like they do on this one. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we have face coverings. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> there's no we badges, no nothing. Yeah, we don't hear you. No, no. Yeah. Interesting. Can I give you mine? Yes, absolutely. How do you give Val Kilmer an Oscar for best supporting actor when he ticks ninety percent of his lines? <laughs> He crushes, right? He crushes. He crushes. Like the fluency of his thumbs was fucking amazing. Those messages come through crisp. I was checking the grammar. They were fucking precise. Yeah. Had full stops, capital letters. He nailed it. I like yeah. how he used a one text line twice as well. Yeah. He just inferred at the screen again. Yeah. It was like, like I've got to give it to him though. It was pretty impressive. And then to talk at the end when you think he can't talk, like, take my breath away. Like, yeah. oh. It was pretty, pretty damn awesome. Anywho, that moves us over to our personal questions. Machu, what do you got? What do you got there, bro? So I noticed one scene. They they try to make everyone look like they were in mid climax during sex. So what's the hardest you've ever pulled coming out of a great mountain hole? I've never done ten G's, <laughs> but I've definitely done about seven or eight grams. I mean G's <laughs> in a weekend. In a weekend, uh, what? You've got like two minutes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, two, two minutes 45. Yeah, you definitely did eight Gs in two minutes 45. 
Whoa. I blacked out a 10, bro. I was fucking done. <laughs> I got a really good answer for this, Machu. Oh, yeah. Really good. Once sounds upon like Tom Cruise before the movie. Once upon a time, <laughs> I used to be a tour guide to a volcano crater. <laughs> I used to take people into a mountain hole, right? And what's the hardest I've pulled out of there? I pulled my wife out of there. Oh. Oh. It's a true story. Close your eyes. <laughs> I actually, I actually, so I pulled my wife out of a mountain hole. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Isn't that romantic and disturbing at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> Well, how did so? How did that come about? She was you're in the mountain hole as a tour guide, and then you. She was on the tour, man. And then you just. Here's how the interaction went. I was at the back because I was hungover. <coughs> I was at hungover, and she was lurking at the back too. And she's yarning away to me, and she goes, "Look at all these rocks I've taken from the volcano, which is like a reserve." <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, "Put those rocks back, bitch! <laughs> if everyone took that many rocks, there'd be no fucking rocks left." <laughs> And it was love at first sight from there. (laughs) The more rocks you take, the more we have to stone you with. Exactly. (laughs) As Forrest Gump once said, sometimes there isn't enough rocks. (laughs) Uh, Question number two. With a short time frame to train pilots, how does Maverick find the time to go on all these dates. That's what the 200 press-ups are about, bro. <laughs> 200 press-ups. It takes a while. It takes a while. It takes a long time to do 200 press-ups. It's enough time for Maverick to get across town, do 20 press-ups on top of Jennifer Connolly, <laughs> and then get back to the base. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that it was more that um, with like Biden getting into government and cost-cutting <laughs> and the price of gas has gone up, that airtime's actually limited. Like They've got only so much time, but... They can only afford to put those planes up for like an hour or two a day. <laughs> so that actually leaves quite a bit of downtime. You want to you do a lot of work in that downtime, eh? If you're like trying to save the world with two miracle shots, surely you're not going over to Penny's place and jumping but, out of a window. You, you really don't want Maverick with pen and paper like planning <laughs> physics or fucking like... He's more of a doer than yeah, a fucking yeah. planner, right? You also don't want Maverick with blue balls, bro. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes impulsive decisions at the best of times. I am dangerous. <laughs> you don't want that guy, bro. Iceman. All right. Uh, last question. Question number three. What is more ridiculous, Top Gun or Team America World Police? It's this by Miles, right? Team America's definitely got more depth of character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More character development. People die. They have sex. Yep. They, like, there's betrayals. There's, like, yeah. There's, more twists and turns. Yeah, more twists and turns. It's it's easily, this is more ridiculous. <laughs> this is easily way more ridiculous. Team America is like puppets. It already knows it's ridiculous. This is like, it kind of knows it's ridiculous, but at the same time, it's just gone, ah, fuck it. Like Dory said, you know, it's just given up. 100%. Okay, yep, on to me. First question, do you guys reckon Tom Cruise has a special box he brings on set to stand on so he looks the same height as everyone else, or do they just use whatever intern is standing around? <laughs> nah. Nah? Nah, that would be way too impractical. He's got, like, hoka running shoes. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen them, but they've got, a, like, a stack height that's, like, they look like a Spice Girls fucking platform shoe. Right. So they just wouldn't show his feet, but he'd be wearing, like, literally, like, Lifts. Lifts yeah. of shoes. 12 inch yeah. and then when, see-through stilettos. <laughs> yeah, and when his feet are in the shot, they get everyone else to stand three metres back. Yeah. Yep, yeah, so it, on the angle, it looks like they're the same height. This is this is a full movie nerd for me, but I wonder if they're the same shoes that Robert Downey Jr. is wearing at the end of the Avengers movies. Most likely. There, there's a, <laughs> the very first Avengers, there's a scene where he's like standing there with Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, and he's got these shoes on that are like fucking space jumper shoes sort of thing, and you're just like, ah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's coming from two very short men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, what do you got, bro? Yeah, I think he just gets everyone to sit or stand on their knees, eh? Get on your knees. Tom Cruise is on set. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bit like that. Surely. You wouldn't be surprised, eh? He would be, eh? Yeah. He'd be that fucking arrogant. Yeah. Okay, question number two. Cut to the end of the film. We see Maverick and... Penny flying off in a pretty much a homemade plane that Maverick had built himself. Yep. We get it. He's a great pilot. Is he a great mechanic? Is he a great aeros- <laughs> aeronautical engineer? Probably not. How long after taking off do you guys reckon Maverick's homemade plane exploded and killed them both? Oh, I've got about one second. I reckon, I reckon it takes <laughs> off and then it just goes straight back down, nose first, and murders them both straight away. Okay. Nah, 
it didn't. It, it didn't. It, it was. It was a great plane. <laughs> it was a great plane. Yeah. Look, Maverick's been hidden away as like an underachieving navy. What's the word? Jock. Jock. Yeah. Yep. He's been siphoning parts for fucking thirty years. That thing. It looks like a shitty old plane on the outside, but that thing, if you go under the hood, is absolutely pimped with government paid parts all the way through. It's like Exhibit got hold of that fucking plane. <laughs> There's a fucking Xbox in the back. It's got 18 subwoofers. Some candy floss in for no reason. It could probably fly to the fucking moon. It probably could. Yeah, it probably could. He doesn't make planes, he breaks planes. <laughs> That's true. I literally thought he was cursed, so I thought while the credits were rolling, you know, because we, we see a shot of them flying around. I thought once the credits were hit, that plane's exploding, he's landing on the ground, perfectly sweet, and Penny's yeah. a fucking mango corpse, he's like, next. <laughs> but then we can't have Top Gun 3. Well, she's not going to be in Top Gun 3. You know, like, just Kelly McGillis, Jennifer Connelly, it's going to yeah. go, like, Charlie's Ferron, you know what I mean? No, he's no, no, no way, no next way. it's going to be Jennifer Lawrence. It's like, <laughs> 30-year-old Jennifer Lawrence and 80-year-old Tom Cruise. Selena Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Probably. Anywho, my final question. Yeah, so as we discover in this film, Bradley Bradshaw, which is Miles Dallas' character's <laughs> name, Rooster is followed after his dad and became a fighter pilot, even though his dad suffered an incredibly horrible, brutal death. So I want to know from you guys, what profession, or even top three jobs, is so awesome or glamorous that even if your dad died a horrible, brutal death, would you still follow on his footsteps and do that job? My top three, I had... Um, stuntman, yep, definitely be um, lion tamer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking lion tamers, you know nowadays, bro. WWF got something to say about that. If your old man was Owen Hart, wrestler, yeah, yeah, you'd be much too hard, is what I'm hearing. Much too the anvil. That's good. That's good. I like it. Interesting. Yeah, I went with gangs. Gangs seems seems pretty difficult to get out of the cycle. Now, you are in a gang, aren't you? Not currently, but... <laughs> but you are looking. It seems like most people I know whose dad was in a gang, their ambition is to be in that gang. It's true. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's valid. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, some of them have died horribly in the meantime. Mm. Playboy Empire. Hugh's son has big shoes to fill. <laughs> he hasn't died yet a horrible death, but when he does, he's going to go out and fucking... It's going to be an awkward position when he dies. Shit, yes. Yeah. And lastly, and this is probably the most important, town planner. <laughs> Fuck off! The money and the bitches would be intoxicating, but watching a city be formed with the stroke of your bureaucratic pen, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, yeah. that would just give you a boner. All I know about town planners is that you can't sit them by an open window in a two-story building or above. <laughs> How would a town planner brutally die? Tell me out the window. What? Oh, like, defending the city he loves? Um, personally, I fought a stripper. I fought a stripper. I was like, first of all, how does your dad brutally die while stripping? And then, yeah, I don't know where my brain went after that. Yeah. I, I, I met this guy, he was a stripper, and he said one of the worst things that happened was when they went from paper $1 notes to coins. Oh. And there he goes, there he goes, that'd be a way to brutally die. <laughs> <laughs> and here he goes, all these girls just had all these, like, $2 coins and would just smash them. He goes, ah, ah. <laughs> right. And you know where they'd be aiming. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know where they'd be aiming. Straight for it. It's like when 50 Cent came to New Zealand and we have 50 Cent coins and apparently he just got fucking pelted off the stage. <laughs> it was like, I'm never coming back to New Zealand. Like, it was back in the early 2000s. We changed, we changed our currency after that. Yeah, yeah exactly. We got we much smaller 50 yeah. Cent coins. <laughs> we did. Yeah, we absolutely did. He's like, I, got, I took nine bullets. Oh, what about 50 cents? No, get away. <laughs> <laughs> never fucking go back to New Zealand. That place is too dangerous, bro. There's no 50 Cent bulletproof vest. <laughs> uh. Anywho... On to you, Dory. What do you got? Okay, guys. This is really important. If you were in Top Gun, what would your call sign be? I went went along with um, Rooster, and I was just going to be cock. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was really cock. Here comes cock. Yeah. (laughs) You wouldn't have to be, like, that nice to be like, but he's actually a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You could be you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Let's but not get like, too fucking crazy. Yeah, but like you know, cock it leads you to the worst. And like, yeah. no, he takes you right. Like, <laughs> you want some cock? <laughs> Here's some cock. 
cocks here just for you. Yeah. Oh, how good would that be? You got some cock on your tail? <laughs> <laughs> I want some cock. Where are you, cock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. You kind of stole my thunder because I was like, I love KFC, so... And I'm also a giant cock, so like rooster would be a like really good, <laughs> really good fucking cool <laughs> name. Just and, and you couldn't go, you couldn't go with the colonel. I don't no, think that allow go, that. You couldn't, you couldn't yeah. be a lieutenant colonel. That'd be fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. The other one I went with was sloth. I reckon sloth. <laughs> <laughs> Best part was oh guys, I was talking about this to Stacey today, and I was like, "What about this? What about this?" And she was just like, hmm, I don't care, I don't care. I was like, what about sloth? She's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck yeah. you, sloth it is. Yeah, it comes the Hercules plane. That's sloth. good. Okay, question number two from Dory. This movie's pretty cheesy, but kind of in a good way. What's the best cheese? I struggled with this one. Like Camembert? This... <laughs> yeah, best cheese. Brie? <laughs> uh, old English is the best cheese. You like a bit of Stilton, don't you? Yeah. Parmesan? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there was just uh, just so many cheesy parts all through this film. So many that I can't even think of one. <laughs> Don't worry. Just sort of Maverick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maverick. Good answer. Now, there's all the, oh, I guess all the close-ups. All the, there's just so many close-ups. I don't know if that's cheesy mm. or not. I don't know. For me, it was definitely Talk To Me Goose, Talk To Me Dad. It was like yeah, finding yeah. out that these two both talk to Goose. And then we even have like the cheesy moment where he's like, Talk To Me Goose, and then... We have, like, you know, wise, sage old man come along and just start giving him advice. Like, this wise old man just pops up and is just, hey, uh, you know, uh, do it, uh, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you serious? What the fuck is this shit, man? Yeah. What the fuck? Goose reincarnated. Yeah. Last question from Dory. The real world is on edge with political tensions everywhere. Who were the baddies in this movie? Tell America. me. Is the fucking baddies. <laughs> I didn't see anyone else attacking a different country. But who are they fighting? <laughs> yeah, who are they fighting? Oh, I thought you said he's the baddies. Yeah. Oh, who are they fighting? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who gives a fuck? Eh? We're America. We'll just shoot anyone. <laughs> we don't want everyone else to have what we have, so we're going to go into that country <laughs> and destroy it. We've got to be the number one country, man. We've got to blow up their fucking nuclear base. You know, nuclear is like one of the cleanest forms of energy in the world. It's yeah. super cheap. Hey, I'm... <laughs> I have heaps of investments in uranium right now. Same. And when I heard they were blowing up a uranium enrichment plant, I was rubbing my hands together, <laughs> going, fuck yeah, tighten up that supply chain. But here we go. We're going to get big uranium moves. He elbowed me in the movies and said, oh, yeah, uranium's going to go up. <laughs> it's a movie, bro. Uh, yeah. yeah, the one for me, made up a stand. It's definitely got to be made up a stand. <laughs> So you're not actually going to put your nuts on the line and... and... No, because it's obvious that they didn't want to fucking politically offend someone. So they've gone with made up a stand of the, you know, Central Asian, the African, South American country of made up a stand. So not Russian? No, they don't want to piss them off at the moment, do they? Well, it could have been Russia. Could have been Russia. Easily could have been Russia. It wasn't. It was obviously the Chinese, but (laughs) (laughs) you guys aren't man enough to say it. Could have been. Yeah, how many volcanoes are there in Russia? There were no volcanoes. It was it was more an Alpy sort yeah, of yeah, true. Maverick. <laughs> a beachy town with snow. Maverick. <laughs> and a volcano. Uh, anyway, that moves us down to our final question. This one comes courtesy of our mate Dan Brennick of Netflix and Swill. Netflix and Swill is an awesome podcast that covers all things Netflix related. So they do a feature movie review and they give you Netflix news and trailer breakdowns and all that sort of good stuff. His question, who was the true MVP of this film? And can't be the lead. It's obviously Iceman. Just just talking. Just saying a few words. Since you guys pulled me up earlier on. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to redeem myself, eh? He, Deep <laughs> digging. He definitely he put more effort into those words than most people did into the whole... Yeah, yeah. he was taking the fucking assignment seriously. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but if it wasn't for him, they couldn't have put the most reckless man in charge of like a... One of the world's most serious missions. I can definitely fantail off that because I've gone for Cyclone, which is Don Ham, the guy who's under Iceman who has to deal with Maverick. And he's the only one who can see through Maverick's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Everyone else has like, made this guy some sort of god status of like, oh, he's the best pilot ever. And this one guy's like, you're a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. you, Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> And he knows. He knows Maverick is just fucking bullshitting it. He's he's going by the seat of his pants. Yeah. You know, he has no idea what the fuck he's up to. And then he puts him in charge. He makes him the captain. We need a captain. Who could that be? 
they, dude, I fucking they, hate's actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the flight commander or whatever. <laughs> like, they needed someone to yeah. die on the mission. And he was like, that's what I, I was thinking. I will kill two birds with one stone here. Like, that, that was one of my deep philosophical debates was, did he send him so you'd die? Because yes. he was like, I know this guy is going to fucking, yeah, kill for himself. Sure. For sure. Making sure this is a success. Uh, the one for me is um, whoever the random dude is with a, a camera that takes photos of Maverick and Iceman at right fucking time so that they get to put that up in the fucking Navy base, but then also takes a photo of Rooster and Maverick at the right fucking time so that Rooster and Maverick can have a photo put up in Maverick's fucking base. <laughs> Who the fuck is this random cunt following these guys around with a camera? Navy paparazzi. <laughs> Navy, Navy people have big following. Mm. Yeah, TMZ. That yeah. is true. And that takes us down to the end. Thank you to these guys for joining me. Anything you want to bring up? Bring on Top Gun 3. <laughs> yeah, bring, bring on Top Gun 3. Yeah. See, see, I mean, if they could do more than the Mission Impossibles. The only thing I feel like we haven't mentioned that me and you talked about on the way out was the fact that we saw Miles Teller, we saw Rooster Sharp and Save Maverick. Yes. And then we saw Rooster off in the distance, you know, like parachuting back down to land. Yes. And there was probably conservatively. Couple of Ks. Couple of Ks. Seven, eight miles, yep. 10 Ks. Yep. And Maverick manages to clear that distance in full flight suit. Have you seen that man run? No. Have minutes. you seen in, him in run? <laughs> in the snow. In the snow. The, the fact that the aircraft carrier hadn't fucked off by that point, you know, by the time that they'd like sprinted that distance, what it's taken, what, half a day? Can I finish this off with, yeah. as the biggest Top Gun fan here, can I give you the third installment of Top Gun? Oh, please. Okay, so. Maverick finally gets kicked out of the US Navy, and he's fucking lost. It's just been his life the whole time. But he gets picked up by the New Zealand Air Force, <laughs> right? And it goes into hand-in-hand combat warfare with microlites <laughs> versus other Pacific nations. The Fijian Air Force, the Niue Air Force, Norfolk Island. Like That's a lot of seagulls, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Microlights, just like lawnmower engines, like he's quickly put, trying to put oil in the thing before it crashes. Like back to basics. Like well, all the fighter planes are also commercial planes, so yeah. they've got passengers and they have to swing by the airport after they've had their dog fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, I think we could do this. It'd be so terrible, but it'd be so awesome. It would be so fucking bad. Anywho, and on that note, that takes us down to the end. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Next week's episode is potentially going to be RoboCop. Kahu keeps pushing to do that film. And to be honest, I'm out of ideas. I'll stop caring. So maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe it might be that. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In, or you can find us on Movie Reviews and 20Qs on Instagram and Facebook. But, uh, yeah, sorry from that. That's thanks from me. Cheerio. Choo-choo. How are you going? You ready? Yeah, yeah, okay. we're good. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, next quick... Next... Uh, okay. Miles Teller's... <laughs> Miles Teller's character, Rooster. Yes. What's his real name? Um, I do not. I get to call by his last name a lot. Which is Bradshaw, right? Bradshaw, yes. yes. Guess what they've named him? Uh, what? Bradley. Bradley Bradshaw. <laughs> but it never, it never gets called Bradley. Brad Bradshaw. Brady Brad. Brad Squid. <laughs> oh fucking hell